It is Monday, May 7th, 2018, and this is the Fusion Pocket Cuenca.
tried at least a thousand times before Every time I walk the stairs to your door But you put me down Again you put me down And I ain't gonna stand for no more I get myself off the killing floor
That is Bill O'Connell doing a song called Quicksand. Album is new this year called Jazz Latin. Taz Crew doing a song called Grizzle in Bone. Album came out a couple of years ago called Simmered and Stewed. Out of Ireland, Larissa Tormey. I think it's Tormey. T-O-R-M-E-Y. I don't think it's Tormey like Mel. I think it's Tormey. Larissa Tormey doing Blame It On Your Heart. Brand new album from her called Cowgirls Don't Cry. Jeffrey David's Blues Connection doing the old Howlin' Wolf classic called Killin' Floor. Their new album is called Blues My Way. Open that set up with a brand new album by Fred Chapaye and the Gents. That song is called The Gents, and the album is called Set Me Free, and it features Dale Blade on that one. Hey, what's happening, everybody? How are we doing? Gary Michaels with you for another segment of the Fusion Pocket. Sitting here alongside Engineer Nico, serving up the toasties and throwing out the hoo as always, right? We hope you had a great weekend. We hope that you survived Cinco de Drinko in a somewhat responsible manner. Notice that I'm saying somewhat. I'll underscore that, okay? i got to start off by saying congratulations to my goddaughter and her husband. She had twins last night, or I should say they had twins last night. Wow. So, Corinne and Logan, congratulations, and I'm very excited to see those little kids, I'll tell you. We're coming at you, by the way, on this Monday from our super plush broadcasting studio overlooking both the Yanaka and the Tarki. We are on the Isla here in Cuenca, Ecuador. We had a ton of rain this weekend, especially yesterday, and uh, we're no worse for the wear. But what are you going to do? We're in the rainy season, I'm told. You never know with all this global warming and stuff that's going on. So what's cooking here in Cuenca? Well, Cuenca's air quality is improving. Can you believe it? And the tram and newer buses are going to accelerate the trend. An air quality survey by Cuenca's Office of Municipality Mobility reports that vehicle traffic, particularly diesel-powered buses, is the city's main source of air pollution. This survey, which has shown steady improvement since 2009, also reports the most polluted place in town is Calle Presidente Cordova between Benito Malo and Padre Aguirre. Isn't that where San Francisco Plaza is? I think so. I'm not sure. The Mobility Office maintains 19 air monitoring stations in Cuenca that record a variety of polluting compounds such as carbon monoxide. According to Dario Tapia, Mobility Office Director, the Cuenca Canton has 120,500 registered cars, trucks, and buses, and there's a population in Cuenca of around 600,000, which is the highest vehicle-to-people ratio in Ecuador and one of the highest in Latin America. Wow, more than Quito? Wow. By contrast, U.S. cities have five times as many cars per capita as Cuenca. Overall, the U.S. has the highest vehicle-to-population ratio in the world at one vehicle for every 1.1 person. Wow. Tapia says that the results of the pollution survey are intended to alert authorities of health risks, but also to guide city policy to minimize air pollution in the future. Quote here, the changes planned for the historical district, especially the tram, will improve air quality significantly. And he also added that the conversion of several El Centro streets 
to pedestrian malls, and we really need that, which is planned for the next five years, will also help clean the air. Bravo. Well, improved air quality is good news, and, you know, it'll help us continuing on the trend to the correct direction with air quality, and this is great. So we can continue to dig on our four rivers along the three blue domes, key landmarks here in Cuenca. We're going to have a high of 64 degrees Fahrenheit, which equates to 18 degrees Celsius, depending on how you hang, who you talk to, that kind of thing. We have rain today, again. So what can you say? It is what it is. We want to thank you all for your support. We are once again elected best radio station in Cuenca. That's two years in a row. Yay. This is based on your votes submitted to Gringo Post as they hosted their yearly Best of Cuenca survey. Thank you very much. And we will continue to roll out the boss hits throughout 2018. We are here keeping the Jamalama alive as we broadcast high from the Andes at 8,400 feet. We are located at 2 degrees southern latitude and 79 degrees longitude. Happy Monday as we kick off the week and you're in the fusion pocket. Now if you don't know what it's all about Show you how to do the wobble. Just get set, baby, and grab your partner. Now all you do is what you're told. Cause the wobble ain't nothing but a shake and roll. Now when you do the wobble, you take your time. There ain't nothing better you can do or find Everybody can do it, now why can't you? Just hate this beat and you can too If you can wobble it on the floor
days of separation I don't believe at all Family, love and education Watch the walls start to fall We got some things to talk about Why can't we all agree I show respect for you No show respect for me
Why not? That's Redneck Love Song by Morgan Wallen. Brand new album from him called If I Know Me. Dennis Jones put an album out in 2016 called Both Sides of the Track. That's called Skin and Bone. Tedeschi Trucks in 2016 did a live performance to Beacon Theater. That song was called I Pity the Fool. Al Coffey, McDaniel doing a title cut from his album that came out in 2007 called Blues in My Shoes. Open that set up with Joel Goldmark doing The Wobble. Let's do The Wobble. New album from him called Blue Steel. I thought Blue Steel was, well, never mind. Gary Michaels with you, Fusion Pocket. How are we doing on a Monday? Hope you all had a nice weekend. It is pouring rain out there. Man. Here we go. So, anyway, while that's going, I will just sit here and play the boss hits for you and talk a little bit about how Turkey, the country of Turkey, and the U.S. are kind of mad at each other. Yep, they're yelling at each other and all this, and it's all about weapons sales. And Turkey said they are going to retaliate if the U.S. halts weapons sales over... Turkey's purchase of Russian arms. That's what Ankara said, and Ankara is the capital of Turkey, okay? It is time for a pocket perspective. In a deepening rift between the two major NATO allies, Turkey says it will retaliate if Washington stops the sales of U.S. weapons over Ankara's decision to buy Russian military hardware. Turkey says such a move would be wrong and illogical. The United States, this is a quote, by the way, from Mevla Kavusoglu. I guess that's how you say it. I don't speak Turkish, but Kavusoglu, there it is. And he says, if the U.S. imposes sanctions on Turkey or takes such a step, we will absolutely retaliate. We needs to be done as the U.S. needs to let go of this. Hmm. I wonder how they're going to retaliate. I wonder what Turkey can do anyway. I don't know. But further quote, Turkey is not a country under your orders. It is an independent country. Speaking to such a country from above, dictating what it can and cannot buy is not a correct approach and does not fit our alliance, he said, referring to the fact that both countries are part of NATO. The notion of halting weapon sales has been put forward by lawmakers in the U.S. House of Representatives through the proposed U.S. National Defense Authorization Act. Wonder who comes up with this stuff, huh? The U.S. National Defense Defense Authorization Act. Yeah, I wonder how many people in the United States know that, huh? The latter would ask the Defense Department to provide Congress with a report on the relationship between the U.S. and Turkey and would block the sale of major defense equipment until the report is complete. Well, that'd be a couple of years, huh? This move could throw a cog in the wheel for Turkey as it plans to buy more than 100 Lockheed Martin F-35 Joint Strike Fighter jets. It is also in talks with Washington over the purchase of Patriot missiles. Kavusaglu said he plans to travel to Washington next week, and this came out on Sunday, so, okay, I don't know, next week, I guess, to meet the U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, who 
previously said he was not concerned over Ankara's decision to buy the Russian S-400 missile batteries. All right. The foreign minister's comments comes after the U.S. State Department spokesperson Heather Nauert said on Thursday that Washington has serious concerns about Turkey's potential acquisition of S-400 anti-aircraft systems. Okay. Now it also said that NATO countries are only supposed to buy weapons and other material that are, quote, interoperable with other NATO partners. Let me say it again, interoperable, okay? In April, Assistant Secretary of State Wes Mitchell warned that the decision to buy a Russian military hardware exposed Turkey to the possibility of sanctions. Boy, the U.S. has sanctions on everybody, don't they? He added that it may bar Ankara from receiving any F-35 jets under the Countering America's Adversaries Through Sanctions Act. (laughs) C-A-A-T-S-A. CATSA. Yeah. Bring that up at a party and see what happens and see how many eyes glaze over. Huh? So, anyway, they're saying this is mainly aimed at hindering Russian arms exports. Mitchell strayed from the usual inoperable comment with NATO's equipment justification, instead stating that it is in America's best national interest to see Turkey remain strategically and politically aligned with the West. He specifically noted his disapproval that Ankara had increased engagement with Russia and Iran. Now, responding to Mitchell's comments, Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov described the U.S. threats as, quote, a typical example of attempted blackmail with the intention of giving U.S. companies an unfair advantage in market competition. The deal between Turkey and Russia was signed in December, Deliveries of the S-400 systems to Turkey are scheduled to start in 2020. However, following talks with Kabusaglu in March, Lavrov stated that Moscow is ready to speed up the process. Kabusaglu Sunday's remarks come amid increased tensions between the U.S. and Turkey, particularly over Ankara's Operation Olive Branch, which was launched after, well, against Kurdish fighters in Afrin on January 20th, a war of words broke out after the top U.S. commander in the U.S.-led coalition against Islamic states, you know, ICE, I-S, ISIS, whatever, said that Turkey would face a sharp response if it struck Mombij, Syria, as part of its operation. Yep, it gets pretty complicated, doesn't it, huh? It is obvious that those who say They'll give a sharp response if they are hit, have not been hit by the Ottoman slap, Turkish President Recep Tayyip Erdogan said. Erdogan, sorry about that. Sorry about that, Recep Erdogan said in a response. His words referenced a Turkish martial arts move that involves an open palm hit, resulting in a one-hit knockout or even skull fractures and death. How nice. How nice. The relationship between Washington and Ankara also hit a speed bump in October when Turkey arrested a U.S. consulate worker for alleged ties to exiled Turkish cleric Fethullah Gulen, who Ankara blames for a failed coup attempt in 2016. Ankara has criticized the U.S. for failing to extradite Gulen, who lives in Pennsylvania. 
That's right. Well, Western governments have slammed Turkey for its post-coup crackdown. Wow. All right. Let's break it down. Let's break it down. Now, it seems to me that our country should be able to buy anything from anybody. I believe that is what a free market economy is about. You would think that the U.S. would understand this, but apparently not. It seems to me that the only reason that the U.S. is trying to stop Turkey from buying S-400 systems from Russia is that perhaps they might be freaked out that the S-400 technology is superior to anything that the U.S. has, at least at this moment. And I wonder if that's true. Now, let's explore the word interoperable. The word interoperable is well used, so, you know, through this whole thing, this whole spot, right? So I guess this means that the defense systems need to speak to each other, huh? Well, I guess so. If NATO members get in some kind of squabble, though, what happens if that happens? Do these defense systems cancel out? Eh, there's got to be some override button on this, huh? So this word seems to be quite silly, huh, Heather? The problem here is that, you know, I don't even understand why anyone is buying weapons from anybody. The entire thing should make anyone quite uneasy, don't you think? No, 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 no. The word is not uneasy. It is interoperable. These weapon sales are setting these countries up for war with weapons from Russia and the U.S. And this is just a wonderful thing. That's what we want. You know what I mean? And, you know, I really can't see the U.S. Warhawks approving some kind of bill that's going to limit or eliminate the sale of Lockheed Martin F-35 jets. I mean, war systems are the number one export in the U.S., and why would they bar such sales? Out of humanity concerns? I doubt it. Out of fear? Maybe. So, the U.S. and Russia continue to inject war machines into an area of the world as a powder keg. I don't get it. Well, I get it. It's about regime change and making an easy buck or ruble with defense systems, if you will. These sales are all going to make us safe, right? It's going to make the world a better place. You know what I'm talking about? And you're in the fusion pocket.
on my horizon I don't want to go All your little secrets And baby I don't want to know Tonight is time for
So Bill Wyman's Rhythm Kings have got a brand new album. It's called Studio Time. That's called Blue Light Boogie. Lance Lopez doing Blue Moon Rising from his new album called Tell the Truth. Back in 2011, Greg Allman played the New Orleans Jazz Fest. That's going back to Daytona, and that is Floyd Miles up there, up front singing, I believe, out of Hawaii, Maoli doing Midnight from their brand new album called 
with love. Open that set up with B.B. Leone and Triple Treat doing a Medio Stomp album came out last year called Blues Barns. Kind of Blues Barn, I guess I should say. So doing the stomp with you this afternoon on this Monday is Gary Michaels in the Fusion Pocket. How we doing, kiddies? Hope everybody's doing okay out there. Hope you all had a great weekend. I know that we sure did. 